Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. I would recommend if you are a new subscriber that you can use the playlists that are on this channel on Brighton, BitChute, and YouTube. And some of the more recent playlists that have been featuring on the channel for at least the last month would be the playlist on Vice President Kamala Harris. You might want to look at that. The Lord has been bringing forth a lot of sobering words concerning the presence of that lady in the political landscape of the United States and what we can expect to see from her in the near future. You should also look at the Russia and China playlist. The Russia and China playlist is the most important playlist on the master's voice because that details the end judgments of the United States and what it will be like when God gives the country over for judgment for sin to be defeated and captured by the twin horns, as he called it, of Russia and China. Today, the prophecy that I'm looking at, it sort of fits into, in fact, no, it totally fits into the coming beast system. So I said that I would be collecting all the prophecies that give a future look at details of what the beast system would look like. And this is, um, this is, I think the only prophecy that is like this, that I have, it is called a food crisis is coming. And I got this prophecy, I would say exactly almost a year ago, September the 22nd, 2021. And let me go right into it. The banner scripture is this. Now in these days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch and one of them named Agabus stood up and foretold by the spirit that there would be a great famine all over the world. This took place in the days of Claudius. So the disciples determined everyone according to his ability to send relief to the brothers living in Judea. And they did so sending it to the elders by the hand of Barnabas and Saul. Acts chapter 11, verses 27 to 30. So it's saying that at a particular time, a famine came and it was foretold by a prophet among them that there would come a great hungering famine all over the world. And then it says that the famine took place in the days when I think Claudius was emperor. And so it says that when this famine came to pass, the disciples made a value decision that each one will contribute more if he could afford more, less if he could afford less. And they would make a care package or relief package and send it to those of a similar faith with them who were living in Judea. And they used Barnabas and Saul to carry that care to them. The second scripture is this, therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? Matthew 6, verses 25 to 27. And this is Jesus speaking to who he knows and understands are highly influenced and men who are men and women who easily get anxious about life. There's none of us who can deny that life brings with it anxiety. But what Jesus is saying in this passage here, as he's addressing 
telling us not to worry about what we will eat and what we will drink or worry about what we put on our body. Jesus is addressing what causes a lot of existential angst in people. We worry about the basics more than anything else. We worry about the day-to-day more than anything else. How are these bills going to get paid? How are these children going to be educated when they're pricing school fees right out of the reach of most modern parents today? How will we keep body and soul together if the money keeps devaluing every five seconds and yet they keep telling us that we're not in a recession? How are we going to handle a global crisis? And now on top of that, we are looking at two things Jesus told us not to worry about. How, what we will eat or what we will drink. So I had this dream and this dream highlighted a lot of things to me. And one of the things that this dream highlighted to me very clearly, I have many dreams in which I'm running. A lot of dreams in which I am forced to relocate. I am forced to hide. I am forced to do the most to conceal my identity because of what type of country I live in. And partly, and I cannot pretend that I don't understand it, because of what type of task I do for the Lord. If the Lord was sending me here with, you're going to be rich and you're going to be famous prophecies, then obviously I wouldn't have to go into the kind of life that I often see. Um, happens further into the new world order. But God was showing me how dangerous and murderous modern America is, even without the beast system being established. This is a world all on its own, this one continent of murder, spying threats, and serious intimidation behind the scenes. God was showing me in this prophecy that many ordinary people in this country are caught in a cat and a mouse game for their very lives. Their families are endangered when they speak up. They lose their lives if they become whistleblowers. Sometimes they're forced to go on the run and take up a foreign citizenship in order to stay alive just because they exposed the wickedness of We'll just call it the enterprise because the U.S. government is definitely not the normal political animal that most countries are used to. It definitely is an enterprise working to firmly establish itself until it opens one day like a rotten coconut and show us the Iron Kingdom beneath. So this dream showed me that there are very powerful interests out there in this country. And those interests think nothing of extinguishing human life like a little cheap candle if anyone tries to expose or reveal their end times plans before they're ready. This prophecy is about food insecurity, famine, the shortening of food, the disappearance of basic food, and how more and more people are going to end up having to go on welfare. I have spoken of this many times that God shows me in the dream The typification of homelessness and poverty as you see it in the American movies. So you're watching a movie and you can always tell the homeless character because he's going to be wearing so many clothes and bundled up so much if it's winter and there's always these gloves that they wear that have no fingertips. So it's the cut off fingertip gloves that you know, ah, this person is homeless. I saw that there came the rise of homelessness in every state, and I have seen that represented in so many dreams that people will not be able to hold body and soul together. They're going to lose their ability to sustain a home, a family, a mortgage, and even a living wage. And when those times come, the government being the brokest of them all will not be able to keep up the pretense 
and I saw that many families fell through the cracks. And so um, also God was reminding me when I woke up and I was transcribing this prophecy, he was reminding me how it will start and we are already in it. But this is from September, 2021. So let me read certain foods will start being less and less affordable. That means inflation, high prices will start to erode, rub away, erase the ability of many people to be able to afford the type of food that they are used to. Either they will be, they will still be able to get it, but they will have to get it in a much less quantity, or they will not be able to access it at all. They will have to cut it off their home menu as a luxury. And then he says, these foods will become luxuries. And then one day they are no longer going to be available. And this is meat, fresh vegetables, butter, oil, sugar, and bread. Um, a change in America is some prophecy like that, where I saw that many items became black market items. So America is going to develop a black market economy. This will not just be for maybe outlawed things, banned item, illegal items. And then you always have to know a guy who knows a guy food is going to go along with the banned and illegal items in that it will take a black market economy to get you a little butter or to get you a little fresh cream or to get you a little milk or to get you a piece of meat that you can put in the food, at least so your family can have the taste of meat. It sounds fantastical because this is a nation of plenty. Yes, there is food insecurity in America. Some people can't pay the bills. Some people can't afford, afford um, a decent meal. We have a lot of homeless shed shelters. We have a lot of food pantries. Nevertheless, this nation is not starving like many nations are acquainted with widespread systemic hunger and famine. And yet God says that that is coming. So I saw that America began to experience the type of creeping scarcity that eventually forced a black market because there'll always be people with money and they need goods and services and they're going to get that. And there's also going to be people who may not have money, but they're connected to people who are higher up who can say, Hey, we got you guys a packet of meat. We got you two cartons of milk. We got you a little butter for the kids and things like that. So it will definitely become a, who do you know type of life. And I saw that people were having private access for extremely high sums of money to basic items because the government's ability to provide had absolutely tanked. There will come a time where the lies of these people, whoever is sitting in the seat at that time in their little game of musical chairs, they will not be able to hide their lies anymore. They will not be able to make any kinds of announcements that anyone will believe. You will have to be deaf, dumb, and blind to believe what you will see them saying when they stand at that little blue background to bring yet another story. No one will be buying it because there will come a time when the realities of the things that I'm speaking here now will be crushing people so bad that no one will risk being fooled by them. But for now, there are two camps, those who swallow everything and those who know that it's all poison. And so when these items began coming out of circulation, the, the first response, God was showing me how it will be. People will just start 
being irritable and all they will do is complain because they will think it's supply chain backlog. And you still see that now you go on Facebook and you will see these expert mamas telling you, Oh no, we can't get this. It's the supply chain. Why? Because they have drunk the Kool-Aid TV told them that there is a supply chain backlog, but men who are farmers and women who are preppers know that this is no supply chain backlog. The supply chain backlog has prophetically, as the Lord said, morphed into yawning shortages as they burn down the chicken houses and burn down the corn processing places and kill all the cows mysteriously and then said that the cows who have been in the heat all their lives were suddenly too hot and decided to expire. So some people will be giving the usual thoughts, but God says that they don't even realize that watching their food supply dry up is like people who don't realize that when you see the sea draining back just as, just before a tsunami, it's time to run. He said they'll just be complaining and saying, well, why don't they sell this anymore? And that's curious. Why have they stopped making that? And he said they will utterly lack the recognition of what national famine and what national starvation looks like when it starts happening. And he says only when it begins to take the supermarkets longer and longer to restock the shelves and their new habit, spacing the products apart like little soldiers so that we can't see that the shelves are empty. Remember, this is 2021. It's a year ago that this was said. So all of this, it may look like it's happening now, but the Lord was saying it back then. So he says only when it begins to take longer and longer for retail goods to get to us, and only when it takes longer and longer for the supermarkets to replace what we buy. And then when they do replace, it's way less coming back to the shelf. He said, that's when it will begin to trickle down into people that they're actually watching the economy decline in real time. And this is what it looks like. This is what a nation that is no longer able to feed itself in the coming future looks like these supermarket prices and supply chain problems now. And then he says that when people finally get it, the reaction to that will be panic. And this is when the preppers will be sitting back, cracking a cold one and saying, Marge, we did good. So this dream that the Lord gave me, it was about GMO food. It was about the use of the strangest thing that I have ever seen. Not only genetically modified food, but I'm going to give this dream exactly as it was, even if I don't have the, the deep, full scientific knowledge about it to understand exactly, exactly what it is. I know that I do not need to wait and see when the Lord says something to me. I absolutely know that when the Lord speaks, because I tell people that God is speaking from the point of eternity. So to God's mind, every word that he says is already completed. It's already done. When God was giving a 17 year old Joseph dreams, there was nothing about, Oh, Joseph, let's wait and see if it's real. Joseph, let's wait and see if it will happen. When God speaks, he absolutely know that his word is law. It's a done deal. And for me, when I'm spoken to, I absolutely know that whether I see it with my eyes or not, this is truth. This is real and it will happen. They are genetically modifying things, not only with the normal splicing and stuff like that. I'll leave it for the right time. So, um, when I was writing down the dream, 
No, when I was having the dream, it started with the Holy Spirit saying to me, aphids, aphids, aphids. That's A-P-H-I-D-S. It's a type of bug. It's one of those many hundreds of billions of bugs that eat hardworking farmers' food in the fields. Pests that eat, harvest, and afflict crops. And I was understanding in the dream that one of the many factors that will reduce the food supply is these pests will begin to gobble up the harvest. This is part of biblical punishment. When pests like locusts and other things like that begin to eat up the yields of a country and every year the food, the soy, the corn, the wheat is dropping, that is a sign of judgment upon the land. And so God said that locusts and other afflicting insects will destroy America's crops and also world's crops. It will not only happen here. And I dreamt that I was walking. So I was walking and then suddenly I discovered a field. I don't know how I got from walking to being in this field, but I was in the middle of millions of hectares of GMO food. Sweet peppers, corn, wheat, all of it was GMO. And I don't know how I came to be walking in the countryside and ended up in this field, but suddenly I was there and I could feel that this food was not the normal GMO. This was highly toxic, killing food. I'm saying that early so we can understand what I'm talking about and why the things that happened after happened. Killing food, food that was deliberately being grown at a level of toxicity where you just ingest a little bit of it over time and it was curtains for you. I was shocked to see this. And I stuck out my hand toward the ground and yucca, they call it yucca, but it's also known as cassava. It came right out of the ground obediently into my hand. But when I held it, cassava usually has a good weight to it, a good heft. But when I held this thing, it was paper light. It was this, the weight of one sheet of paper, not even a ream. It was so light. As soon as I held that thing, 10 feral men. 10 men like beasts, like dogs, like wolves just appeared in that field from nowhere. Men of all races, Hispanic, black, white, you name it. They started chasing me. These people were like wild dogs. I'm not going to leave this point out. Yes, these men were wearing suits. They were dressed in men's clothing. They had men's shoes. Their heads were dogs. Man, dog body dog hands, dog feet. Part of the weirdness of dreams is that you even have time to wonder, dog's feet are very small. How is that man keeping those male shoes on? Dog feet, dog hands, dog face, wild, angry dogs, and yet mannish body. And they were wearing good quality suits. Somebody had paid for these assassins to be very well-dressed, but they were not full people. And this thing had shades of Bond, James Bond. I was running all over the world as these assassin men were chasing me. And all of this is going somewhere. I ran to Italy. I hid out in various parts of America. I ran to Peru. I hid all over the world. Whenever I could find a hotel to hide in, I hid there. But as soon as I had a small moment to myself, these men would appear. 
And the way they were hunting me was so targeted that I'm telling you, I had to cry out to God. And when I'm saying cry out, I mean that they would sometimes chase me down until I would be at a cliff edge or I would be in an alley and there would be no way. And I would lift my voice and cry to the Lord. As the scripture says, I cried to the Lord with my voice, only with my voice. And he heard me out of his holy hill. And suddenly, supernaturally, I would be in another location. Before I could take a breath, those men would have tracked me to that place. And they were chasing me, but God never let them catch me. I only wanted 10 seconds to examine this root that God had pulled out from the ground for me. Because these people wanted to take this evidence from me. They wanted to kill me and take this evidence from me until at last I ran to Africa. And I mingled with the people, and that's where these dogs just, they were like looking for me. And I ran into a warehouse and I took the yucca from my bag. And then when I took it out, please try to understand yucca is like a root. So let's say this is the root. The top part crumbled and caved in. So this is the root, but the entire t top part crumbled and a very big hole appeared in the yucca. And I was peering in and I saw pests and bugs, pests and bugs inside this dried out husk of cassava. And I moved to touch them and they went, they were rattling like the tail of a rattlesnake. They were making a dangerous rattling noise, these bugs and beetle in there. So I, I snatched away my hand and then the bugs themselves inside the yucca, they decomposed. And I began to see the very strangest sight. It was like a bouquet of flowers began to grow out of the yucca and on the head of each stalk, like a strange bouquet was C and A and different letters, a few letters of the alphabet. And I was just confused. I was so desperate to know what this was that I found that I ran out of that warehouse, forgetting about those wolf dog people. I ran out into the street and I began to cry out. Can somebody help me? Can anyone take a look at this and tell me what I found? Please, I found something. It looks dangerous and I need a scientist. Can anyone help? Does anyone know science? Does anyone know genetics? Please help me. What is this that I found? And I was holding some of these stalks because once the bugs died, they were no longer dangerous. They decomposed and out of them grew these stalks with letters at the top, just like a weird child's lollipop. So I took some of them to show witnesses and I was out in the street. What is this? What is this that came out of the food? Does anyone know? And people were ignoring me, but it was a very pointed ignoring. It was the kind of ignoring where if you want to die, celestial die alone, people were walking by and they were looking at me out of the corner of their eyes and just moving along and nobody would acknowledge me, but I kept crying out. And this man who was an Ethiopian, I felt, and I could see this man is Ethiopian. He came to me and he said, quietly, I'm a scientist. Show me what you have. And we went into the warehouse and a few people from the street who were curious followed us, but I was past worrying about safety. I wanted to know what was this? Why had I been running for my life? What was these bugs? Why had they decomposed? Why had the stalks grown out of them? Because I now realized this is food. Whatever this process was, 
that it suddenly rotted. If you notice food rots at stunning rates nowadays, you're in a race to eat all the food that you buy in a week or you'll be throwing half of it out because it's just. And so I realized that this thing, whatever it was, was embedded into the food. And the process is that whatever was inside it is supposed to transform inside the body. But because I've been carrying this yucca next to my body in, you know, these messenger bags, it stayed warm and whatever was inside it just stated as if it was inside somebody's warm digestive system. And so the bugs changed in my bag and they did not change in the human body as they were supposed to. I showed this man everything and he was careful not to touch anything like I had wisely or unwisely done. But then after it, he gave me a very long look and he said, do you know what this is? And I said, no, I do not. And he said, this is DNA. These alphabets represent blood lines. They are hieroglyphs and bloodlines. These are ancient Egyptian bloodlines that are manipulated into the food as DNA. Where did you get this? And I explained how I found myself mysteriously in that large field, a large field, millions of hectares growing corn, soy, wheat, fruit, and vegetables as far as my eye could see, growing GMO for us all to eat. And the man gave me the same look from the corner of his eye that other people had been giving as they walked about. He said, his eyes were telling me, are you sure about this? Do you want to live? Do you know what can happen to you if you go up against the kind of people who have the kind of money and power that can undertake a vast project like this? And this man had very kind eyes. His face was telling me, you should be very careful in your quest for answers because of where it could bring you. And I thought about those dog men that had chased me relentlessly like that. When I woke up, I was writing down the dream and the Lord said to me, a global famine is coming. Things are going to get massively out of hand in the areas of agriculture and GMO food. Every kind of ethical line will be crossed and they will use this convenient banner. This is a crisis situation. You know, we can't always keep the rules. This is a desperate situation that needs to be addressed right now because desperate times call for desperate solutions. The Lord says, just as COVID opened the door for extensive government overreach, overreaches that are still going on now, two years later, this situation of severe decline of food supply will give them a chance to manipulate supply chains, globalization, to cause a systemic problem of the rich versus the poor. And it will also give serious power to corporations Vast sums of money will flow to those who invent these poisonous genetically modified foods for the world's population to eat. And many people will die of the diseases that these false foods cause. People will develop all types of raging diseases from ingesting these GMO products. And so let's look back just briefly at what this man said. This thing inside the alphabet stalks which is I'm sure just a way that God did in the dream to represent what lives in these new wave products that are coming 
It says that these products are going to be grown, not just generally general market. No, this is a special crop that's going to be grown rather quickly in the future. Why? Because food shortages will make them say there's a demand on the world. 800 million fulfillion trillion are facing food insecurity. We need to meet this threat. Trust the UN, they'll come up with something. We have to, we have to bypass the usual testing say, stage and, and do something quickly. Does that sound familiar to anyone? Bypassing the normal testing stage and doing things quickly because desperate times call for desperate measures. This man said that the things in the food were ancient Egyptian bloodlines manipulated into the food supply as DNA. Now, where would ancient Egyptian bloodlines come from? Maybe all the missing mummies that are being dug up all over the place. Maybe all of the Nephilim bones that are being denied that the Smithsonian says they never saw one, even though they always show up every time one is found, but they say they don't know what happened to them. These are just things that we need to be aware of. I'm not even going to call them thoughts. They are documented facts on the internet. So when the Lord said that people will develop raging diseases, the minute he said the phrase raging disease, I began to see something like fire consuming the human body. I mean, a very great fire burning up a person from the inside and out. I saw the cells and the organs of this person as if they had literally been set alight poison that they had eaten from these corporations, GMO farms. People developed severe inflammation. They developed unknown autoimmune diseases and very aggressive cancers. They began to show all kinds of side effects as a result of eating emergency food, refugee food. It was also called at the time that it was being given to people, famine relief food. Now, where do we give famine relief? Sometimes when there's wars, when there's um, insurgency in a nation, when people have to run away, you prep, and then war comes to your country, you run away, and then you don't have anything, and then you're at the mercy of these well-meaning NGOs who many of them are not well-meaning at all. They are just fronts. One of the things that the Lord said in the older prophecies is that a lot of these NGOs simply exist to traffic children because who's going to look at the helper of the children as the consumers of the children, the traffickers and sellers of the children. And so the Lord was showing me how so many people died. They had grave and lethal sarcomas. I think that is a type of very aggressive cancer. They had Parkinson's and other rapid degenerative neural diseases. This is this shocking rise in Alzheimer's over the last few decades. Just shocking how even people who are only in middle age are beginning to show cognitive decline. And this was way before any harms hit any arms in 2020. People have been declining at such a rapid rate, dementia and other neural failure diseases. And God is pointing to food. In the prophecy, blood to drink, the Lord said that the food supply in the United States is one of the primary reasons that people have so many disorders, shaking disorders, forgetful disorders, flat out cancer. He said the food is highly toxic in this country and it is manufactured that way. So let us not be confused about why we lost the labeling war early while the EU still labels every single thing that they feed people. 
The Lord says that diseases that are coming will be extremely aggressive because of the high amounts of chemical ingredients and genetic material that will be present in the new wave of GMO foods that are coming. So this backs up exactly what I saw in the dream. The man said bloodlines turned into DNA material and then put into the food. So in other words, maybe a noxunamun put into the apples instead of just the normal stuff that they put into the apples to make them GMO. That lady from the mummy, the one who woke up. Genetic material in the food. And he said that people will wither away very fast after consuming these artificial foods. And then, of course, they will say the person is a famine death. He said they will attribute the passing of the person to the famine and they will refuse to look at the supposed solution to the famine. So, oh no, we lost him because we failed to rehydrate him in time. We failed, failed to feed him in time. And no one will look at the fact that they did feed him for a couple of weeks and then he just suddenly caught some kind of fifth stage cancer that he didn't have before the famine started and then passed away in no time. God says that people will be on a very short life expectancy after they have consumed these foods for a short while. He said, and he showed me that if someone eats this food on an even a moderate or regular basis in virtually no time, there will be the first onset of disease. Your first diagnosis and then comes your death. And he said there will be hardly any time between the stages he said that many people won't even get to the stage of being able to work out a treatment option with a doctor because the diseases that these foods bring will be super mega pumped up versions of the original disease. So there will be normal sarcoma and then there will be this two to three week explosion of sickness. He said an original disease might have given you even five to 10 year life expectancy. But he said with these things, when people have eaten the food, it will start to wipe people out in a matter of months. And as I was writing out this prophecy, the Lord was setting on my heart about all the people who die in America blowing the whistle. So I don't speak about it much, but it, it, it never, it never passes by me when I sit here and I'm speaking these things and my face is on these messages and people just think they've stumbled to another usual YouTube channel. Oh God showed me. And the Lord told me this as if I'm here playing a game of click this and like that and follow me into the green Mary meadow. I'm speaking of things that are touching people and their children at home. I'm speaking of life and death matters that even if you paid the, the ruling structure of this nation and many of these other powerful nations, if you paid good money and said, here is a million dollars, tell me the truth. They will take your money and say, there's nothing to see here. Move it along. And I'm sitting here and the Lord is exposing and opening up and revealing those things. And people take it to be, I don't know, cheap, actually. Let me not do the, long, the Lord wrong. They tape Take it to be so cheap. Oh, oh, we know this. If you know this, what have you been doing about it? Many people don't have a clue about the amount of evil and hurt and harm that has been caused people who try to speak about this. They have been hastened to their earthly reward early by the kind of people who think nothing of breaking into a home and executing someone and then saying, Looks like a blur girl who came in and cut off all her fingers and toes. 
throwing people off the tops of buildings. And all of this, they count on the apathy of the population to keep their hidden hand. God is always talking about this unseen hand to keep their hand hidden until the time it is expedient. That's when they're going to burst into the limelight and begin to gloat. Just like the bad guy gloats at the end of the movie. Many bad guys have lost out in the movie because instead of just going for the jugular, they stand there for 10 minutes going, no one saw that I did this and did that. And that's how the hero always gets a chance to overturn the situation. These will be the typification and you already see them at these Google conferences. You see them on Ted talk. You see them boasting of how, oh no, human beings are unnecessary and we will upload our consciousness to the cloud. You are watching the architects of a future coming power structure that has no need for our existing power structure. And during the process of getting to their mechanical utopia, they have wiped out a ton of stuff. People who died running as I was running in this dream, God was laying it on my heart. Celestial, do you know how many people died with samples that they were brave enough to take? Samples that they were running on the run, trying to find private independent labs that could diagnose the things that something just scratched at them and they felt something about this project isn't right. And they just scooped up a little bit of what they were working with and put it in a vial and they didn't know that the entire place was wired, monitored, and they tried to run away with that thing, only to go home and find somebody all in black sitting in the couch going, hello, Samantha. Running to find answers, he said. People died trying to find scientists to explain things to them, just like I was crying out, is anyone a scientist? I found these stalks and things, does anyone? People have died trying to save America. And all America does is spit on their grave and call them her big fat mic drop word, conspiracy theorist. Don't we deserve everything that's coming? Isn't this the end of hubris, pride, inability to be told the truth? I was feeling the weight of powerful international interests that use various methods of control. They threaten employees who have seen things that they shouldn't have seen. They intimidate people to silence them. This includes telling them that your entire family could end up at the bottom of Lake Erie if you cross us. They destroy people's careers fire them, blacklist them, make sure they can't get hired anywhere else. And eventually these people end up living in trailer parks under the bridge. They're bitter. They ridicule those who are brave enough to talk. Where are all America's top doctors now? Aren't they on Rumble and Brighteon because YouTube has driven them away like pariahs? They're not allowed to speak. I even felt that they are not afraid to endanger whoever they have to endanger to keep them in line if people don't want to fall in line. And they also have hybrid killers. Be aware, the U.S. government, I've already made the video, so I'm just going to say it. These people have bred everything that can be bred with a human being. If it's a salamander, they got a brave uh, private to, to sign up and say, you're doing this for your country, son. 
just drink this lizard slime and let's see what you turn into. And you, you, could, you could be at the edge, the cutting edge of making this nation great again. And five of them drank it and now they're out there with slimy skin and they just cut them loose because it didn't work out. Maybe they drank it and nobody knew until they drank it that even though salamanders are quiet, maybe they're passive aggressive. And when you mix those genetics with a human being, maybe you just get a little rage monkey who starts destroying the labs and eating the technicians. So they have to kill that version and start again with a new bunch of five privates who don't know where the other five privates ended up. Yes, they do this. They do this. Let's be realistic. These movies are not for entertainment. These movies are actually previews, coming attractions of the reality that we will soon all be faced with. The army and other special forces use hybrid dog people, men who travel with a special unit. Nine of them human, one of them wolf boy, and when they penetrate enemy territory and they get to the place where I think military people say, the action's hot, the action's hot. Then all the humans fall back and they just go. And then Wolf Boy takes off everything and transform into a naked running beast. And as the Lord was showing me in that prophecy, Chimeras, I will link it below. The nine people just sit around and smoke. And they never worry about half-wolf killer man because he always comes back unharmed. Super strength, super tracking, super smells. Insane reflexes of wolf, dog, and other ancient beasts that we may not know about. The Lord has told me quite plainly that I only show you what you can bear, daughter. So imagine almost 500 written prophecies. I've managed to convert almost 300 to video and God still says that everything I sit here telling you that has people's hearts pounding out their nostrils. He's like, oh no, this is just the part that you can bear celestial. May the Lord take his glory for his words. They have all kinds of hunting savage things. And the Lord says that they are not above using them and unleashing them on whistleblowers, people who speak people who make videos. I have said that the end of this transformation agenda is to wipe out all the talkers because the beast system doesn't like loose ends. And so poison food, killing food, that's part of the reason that they price the organic stuff out of the reach of most people. They want us to get the cancer causing stuff. You have to pay a premium to get real beef, a premium to get real fruit. And they know that not everybody is in that earning bracket and they're quite happy with it. It's all a system. Engineered global famine is coming. Revelation 6, 8, 8. And I looked and behold a pale, a pale horse and the name of him that sat on him was death and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with famine and with pestilence and with the beasts of the earth. So usually when I'm looking at Revelation 6, 8, I'm looking at the pestilence part. But now here, this one prophecy that the Lord has given me just unto itself, speaking about highly manipula manipulated food that is backed by super duper powerful money. And the end of it 
is to take away life from people. Forewarned is forearmed. Knowing is not for us to melt and freak, uh, freak out. It is to make us seek God. These prophecies, if they don't make you seek God, then you truly have an iron spirit and nothing can reach to, through to you. So um, this is Celestial with the Master's Voice. Thank you for being with me. God bless his people. God keep you. There is so much peace in prayer. Prophecy never takes away the privilege of going to Jesus to say, I'm worried, I'm scared, and I just need to spend time in Psalm 91. I just need to spend time in Psalm 23. One thing I have desired that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the temple of the Lord and behold his beauty and inquire in his temple. What stops us from sitting and gazing at the beauty of Jesus? The old people used to sing, I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. I'd rather have Jesus than riches untold. What is preventing anyone in the midst of all this tumult, in the midst of all this magician sleight of hand? Where does it say that prophecy now caps off your ability to take your heart to your master and sit in his presence and say, with all this, you are still my God. Let me just sit by your feet a while after the children have gone to bed, after this woman has fallen asleep and seek your face. Lead this family, God. You're the real husband in this family. Lead this family. And I, as the husband, will do what you say. Who says that these things, these avenues, this rest is denied you? It's only if you don't want it. Where would I be with this material if I didn't know where my peace was? my comfort, my confidence, where would I be? Dear goodness me, until I see you again, which might just be in a few more hours. God bless you and goodbye.